2: 18 plus hello everybody welcome back to talk schemers podcast my name is so today i'm joined by jed say Hello, jed hello mate uh and we're also joined by billy say hello billy hello my friend how are you i'm very well jed this is your first, first podcast in like <laughs> oh, i don't know i'm <laughs> I, I,
3: I actually had to to dust off my microphone before coming on mate
2: genuinely dusty well.
3: yeah it was it was yeah i need to go <laughs> it to be running around with the polish a bit more i think
2: yeah. <laughs> i felt like i just get you on the show to, to ask you can you please quit your job so you can come back to us come back to <laughs> come back to the total screamers i know we didn't one pay day. anything but we, we we were good to you <laughs>
3: one day I'll, I'll return full time i think <laughs> it's, gonna, it's gonna happen soon
2: you heard that first here folks um <laughs> Right, let's get into the football, lads. Plenty of news to bring you and, and to talk about this week. Uh, Billy, we'll start with your uh, beloved Villa. Uh, and Dean Smith has departed, sacked by the, the Aston Villa board. Uh, very much time to, to like, right before the international play, break, I think, so they can have a, a bit of a runner and get the, the manager they probably want. Um, Billy, give us give us your thoughts on it.
4: Um <clears throat> Overriding emotion is sadness that it didn't work out, to be honest with you. I think if you just look at my tweets from the last couple of days, you'll be able to see how sad everything is, not from not just from myself, but the overall fan base. Um, just gutted that it didn't work out for him, obviously, a Villa fan. And yeah, it, it, it is really sad considering the job that he's done, taking us from 15th in the championship when he joined us getting promoted that season, uh, keeping us up on the last day back in the Premier League, obviously, after lockdown. And he did a good job to get us up to 11th last season as well. So although some people will find it harsh, um, he did have to go, to be honest with you. Um, It was the correct decision. We've not been good enough. uh, And it's not just this past month either. We've not been good enough this this year, 2021. We've lost the most games out of anyone in the Premier League, equaled with Southampton. Um, we've won seven games, two of those with Grealish as well. So we've won five games without him it all year. Um, yeah, it's just it's just not good enough. And I think this is the perfect time to get rid of him. If we didn't get rid of him, it'd just be the the ticking time bomb kind of thing. When is it? When is it gonna go off? And I think you do the, not
2: want to end up in that oligarch Solskjaer situation, but it's just you a, you a year you too late. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want Well, you don't want to end up in that
3: Solskjaer situation, but at the wrong end of the table as well, which makes it. Yeah, even worse. I mean, Billy,
2: you's, you're plummeting towards. Well, you're nearing very, very much at a relegation dogfight. I think you're going yeah. to get any worse. So, I mean, when you look at it, I think we're we're right now sort of fifteen-ish or. Or sixteenth, uh, right, so, yeah, should, uh, so draw, yeah, yeah. And as we as we go into the international break, I think, yeah, I think I've got to agree with you, mate. I think it's a right decision from a from a club point of view. So obviously, but I don't think you could be disappointed with, with what he achieved at Villa. I think if you'd asked him what he would like to achieve at Villa, it probably. Realistically, he's not going to say, Oh, I want to stay for 20 years and do an Arsene Wenger and you know mm. be part of a whole transition into a different era. You know, it's more like I, I think if you'd ask, it would probably be bring him into a pe- Premier League and, and establish them in the Premier yeah. League and and probably yeah. keep that's, them in the Premier League with, with a mainly a championship squad. Yeah,
4: that's that's what he said in his that's what he said in his statement. Um, that came I've not out actually ready so, statement,
2: is it, is it very um, much a yeah,
4: it's it's a it's a very classy kind of thing from him. He's been fantastic to for the whole club since his first day here, and it was just basically saying that his aim was to get Villa in back into the Premier League within a two two year period, which he did it ahead ahead of schedule, and he kept us in the in the Premier League, which we, it was the aim, and he's got us back being an established Premier League club. And like you said, it was the right decision at the right time because we was we were quickly dropping. And, um, yeah, it can – your looks luck, your – I don't know really what I'm saying. Now.
1: <laughs> Lost he's on he's crying. He's that's crying it, on man. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Those are the words of a broken man There,
4: <laughs> But, yeah, it's, it's very sad, but he's, he's done the job that he needed to do, basically.
2: Ah, some lovely watchability there. Um, Jed <laughs> um, I'll come to you from an outsider's perspective Um, I don't know if you've been tracking the sort of the favourites to get the Aston Villa job but the main two that stand out to me is, mm-hmm. is Steven Gerrard and uh, Roberto Martinez Um, I think it makes I think Roberto Martinez makes the more sense for me as a, as um. Yeah. I think if Aston Villa wanted to establish herself as a sort of top 10 team then he would probably be a good fit for that as Steve Gerrard obviously I think the stuff he's done at Rangers I think is is Incredible for the first job, you know. Um, Frank Lampard, I seen was in the mix, but not quite linked to the, uh, to Lampard's
3: the being linked more heavily with more, Norwich, I yeah, think, more so. heavily with, so.
2: with Norwich, but still, I think he was still yeah. like 16 to 1 or something for, for the, the villa job. But I don't really see that, I see that as a bit of a sideways move. Um, getting Frank Lampard in, but what, what do you I think, Jed? Yeah, I mean, if I was.
3: If I was Frank Lampard, I'd probably prefer Villa over Norwich. But um, I don't think he's going to uh, get it. I,
2: I, think, yeah, I, don't, saying, I don't think things go, go seriously anyway. wrong. Um, I don't even think yeah. he's.
3: <laughs> I think if Roberto Martinez is on the table, you're not looking at uh, Frank Lampard, really. Um, I think he would probably do a, a good job with with Villa Martinez. Um,
2: but then he's going to really be the man of who won fuck is. all. He's going to be the man that won fuck <laughs> all with that Belgian side. That Belgian side should win something. <laughs> it should. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he absolutely
3: should have. Um, but, I mean, international management is a bit different to club management, isn't it? I think yeah, he, yeah. He did, he did a solid job when he was at Wigan um, and he kept them up for a lot longer than than they sh- he should have done when, when they were in the Premier League. And I think at Everton he was, I'd say he was average at Everton. He didn't really,
2: you know... everyone uh, average. He didn't really make
3: Everton. too much of a fuss. Yeah, <laughs> but I think Everton's just one of those places, isn't it, where managers go and... Don't really overachieve, don't underachieve. They're just there. Yeah, you know, but I, I think he'd be a good appointment for Villa. Um, I haven't given too much thought to it, to be fair. But I mean, Billy, what, who do you think? It, like, who do you want first and foremost? And who do you think is going to get it?
4: Who I who I want? If if it was down to me, I'd Grant do. Potter. Yeah, I'd do any <laughs> anything we anything we can do. <laughs> yeah, possibly possibly do. yeah. the most paid <laughs> manager in the league
3: wishful and,
4: um, thinking um, yeah it, it is definitely wishful thinking and I don't D- know who... more likely i <laughs> <laughs> been there done that
2: <laughs> I um, not know you may as well be sat there and think I really think you know Pep Guardiola will have maybe not to that extent but i do think graham potter might be i would have to be a lot of guarantees in the table it would have to be a really really high salary i think to draw him from brighton and the project he's in the middle of i really do think he wants to complete that project at brighton i i
4: I do as well i think i think graham potter is very unlikely um as, as to who I want, besides that, I'm I'm not really too sure, but I, I certainly wouldn't believe anything like Sky is saying or anything like that. No,
1: it's all speculation. Yeah, we've got, apparently
4: we've got this six or seven name shortlist. I mean, Danny Ings didn't even tell his family that he was moving to us in the summer, so I highly doubt that our managerial shortlist is, is being leaked.
1: Immediately. So,
4: yeah, you know what I mean? It's it is just all speculation and I think a lot of it is to draw, draw the odds up and down and all that kind of thing. So, and get the clicks of course. I just,
3: I just Um, love the idea of, uh, of Danny Ings's wife, just sort of waiting for him to come home after training. (laughs) It's just like, where are you? Yeah. Dinner's on the table. He's like, I'm in Birmingham. I've just
4: signed for Villa. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean you just signed for Villa?
3: You
1: know, you know that
2: lovely country home I've got in the south? No, picture this
1: Birmingham. <laughs> how would you sell it to a new manager? How would you
3: sell it to a, to a new
2: manager, on it's, it's Birmingham. Birmingham. <laughs> uh, it was a good move. It was a good move. Maybe not a good move because of. Uh, I want to come to a manager that, that... So Dean Smith played his last game against Southampton, and Southampton very much the dominant force in that game. I think Villa didn't do very well at all. I think Southampton never so solid in that four four two system. And when you look at their manager, a manager that's been linked to Aston Villa, not quite as strongly as or Martinez, is, is, is Ralph Hasenhut. Well, a manager I really, really rate. And the reason I rate Ralph is because he, he just doesn't stay down. He's got some chin. <laughs> you know yeah. he just, he just, he, you know those those two nine no's you know they feel like i feel like a man should stay down after that but he's just like you know we keep going and his team's been ripped mm. apart from the spine these most important players gone um you know and having to gel aside together using championship forwards and you know both were both actually adams and adam armstrong products of the, the championship not too long ago you know so it's yeah true. he's he's having to make this side work and you know it's you know, Mohamed El Guennousi, the starting football games. I thought it was that. I thought they, those days were were, were past us. Um, so he's a, he's an incredibly resourceful manager, and he's obviously a mentality of because before the season started, I very really much thought that this this would have been the 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 last season that Southampton would be in the Premier League for a, for a wee while because of the way they were getting picked apart, just showing not a whole lot of ambition, but to keep a hold of Ralph or I think they made the right appointment. I remember when Ralph Hasenhuttle <coughs> was appointed after Mark Hughes, and it was a very exciting before, uh, appointment in terms of football. Because I still think he play really positive football, Ralph Hasenhuttle. And I think, actually, if you look at it from a purely footballing perspective, I don't think that would necessarily be the worst thing for Ashton Villa. If they gave the resources available at Villa to, to a manager like Ralph Hasenhuttle, and he brings in that sort of 4-4-2 system, That's more sometimes like a, you know, a 4-2-4, in the aggressive stages of the pitch. Mm. You know, I don't think that what do you think about Billy? Jake that's uh that's a, a sidewards move for me. That would be that would be a positive move for Mil for, for Arsenville to get a manager like that in.
4: Um yeah, I'm I'm not too sure to be honest with you. I'm not really sold on the Hassan hutel um decision. I think well, the the rumours should be say. Um I think he reason he's not front runner.
2: There's a reason yeah, he's not front runner.
4: Yeah, he's he has done a fantastic job at Southampton. Um, whether he would want to move from Southampton is another thing um but yeah i think a lot of a lot of the villa fans would be like well it is kind of like a so side base. move and i think he'd always be fighting that battle against the the villa fans from the the day that he turned he, he turns up should he turn up um so i, th- I think that would be the the main thing that i think the fans would be well th- What's the point in sacking Smith if we're just going to go for someone like Hassan Kutel? He may turn out to be a fantastic appointment. He may not turn out to be a very good appointment, but I, 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 I'm not too sure. I'm not fully sold on that, to be honest with you, with Hassan Kutel, if I'm being perfectly honest.
2: I think PLC would be a good appointment. <laughs> But anyway, we need to move on from Villa Village. Now, commiserations to Dean Smith. I think he did a superb job at um, Aston Villa. Um, and we'll, we'll see in the coming weeks who's going to get that job. I think it's one of the more exci- exciting you know, vacant posts in the Premier mm. League is it? You know, what kind do of think, manager's going um, to step into that. Do
3: you think Dean Smith gets another Premier League job?
2: I think he could get a next job if he or? wanted that. I think if he wanted that, it was there for him. Like, I don't think they are get Definitely. a better manager than Dean Smith. And I think he'd oh. be one that could actually genuinely make an effort to keep them up.
4: I was, I was thinking that to myself, actually. Um, if, if, if Dean Smith's open to the Norwich job, then I I think with the resources that he's got there, they've got a fairly decent squad overall. Um, I reckon he could certainly put up a fight.
2: Mm. I don't think they could do better than him. And I don't even think they could get him after they wanted them. Um, We'll, we'll, we'll see. I think it might could be Frank Lampard that steps in that role, but we'll, we shall see. We need to move on, boys. We need to move to the Manchester Derby, where Man City put in what can only really be described as a as a routine performance against um, Manchester City. <laughs> Didn't really even get a you know first or second gear. They've, you know, I think I think Manchester City took it easy on Manchester United. I think the 2-0 scoreline really, really, really flatters Manchester United. I thought they were they were worse in this game than they were you know in the. Um, well, maybe not. They were as bad in this game as they were in the Liverpool game. The Liverpool defeat. Um, <laughs> it's it's all going wrong. But all going on, Solskjaer still ticking along. There's no intent. I got no noise coming out of Manchester <laughs> of any intent to replace um, Mr. Solskjaer. Uh, Jed, give us give us your thoughts on the uh, the Manchester situation.
3: Unsackable man at the minute, isn't he? The
2: unsackable right. man. What, is,
3: what has he got to do to to lose his job? Like <laughs> honestly, I I don't understand why they've not. Gone for a, a change of direction. Um, if I was the man in charge at Man United, I would have been getting rid of him and I'd have been going for Antonio Conte um, and not letting him go to Spurs because it, their main problem I'm for sure me is these days. Well, their main problem for me is is their defence and their work rate. And I think if you get Conte in, that's two problems fixed. Um, so I, I honestly can't understand why they've let that happen. Um, and I think Man United would probably be a more appealing job. To Conte than Spurs as well, um, so yeah, it seems like in a parallel universe that's happened somewhere. Yeah. we're just we're just on a different like yeah, timeline. We're, we're in
2: a um, top, universe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, what do we know? We're I, just a couple of N- NPCs anyway. So, <laughs> 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 continue, Jed. Continue.
3: I thought, like, I thought Alan Shearer made a really good point on Match of the Day about Man United. Um, with just the, they just seem so half-assed whenever. City came at them both the goals he highlighted for the defenders just not getting out to stop the cross Mm -hmm. like they've they've just jogged out not put any pressure on on the player on the ball Um, he's got at least five yards to be able to just stand on the ball pick a pass and that was the same for both goals and the first one yeah is a bit unfortunate with the the own goal I mean Boye's probably Mm -hmm. got to get something on it but probably didn't react quick enough Um, and then the second one but wan just stands there and just sort
2: of yeah, the, um, wobbles his head a little bit
3: and <laughs> argument like watches the and go past
2: the It was hilarious. Yeah. I mean, Honestly, totally agree just, with you. I mean, you could literally see the th- if there was a thought bubble coming off from, from Bruno Fernandez's head as he ran <laughs> to close stop that cross, it would be this isn't my job. You know? yeah, yeah, exactly. Is he, he running? Exactly. Run I'll just make it look like I've made. An attempt I'll make
4: it look like I've attempted to, to stop this area. cross. Yeah, I'm in the area. That's what
3: I mean. That's what I do at Sunday league when I'm too tired. <laughs> <laughs> you just. I'm in the area. And, and yeah, hopefully that'll do it. I
2: was going spot. to get there.
3: Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> I was on exactly. the way.
3: <laughs> the second one though, like one Besaka stands there, and watches the. the I He can bring the ball over. He just then, can't make his mind up. Why is Why is it not getting cut out? But you've got Harry Maguire, probably one of the best headers in on the pitch. Like, why is he not attacking that ball and getting rid of it? It's just. It's really bizarre. Um, and I think if it weren't for David De Gea it probably would have been three or four yeah
1: he had a four,
2: blunder you know? but I feel like it's unfair to him um,
3: oh yeah. that goal was not it's... De Gea's fault at all no I mean, chance there's there's two players there that could have cleared that ball yeah. he I mean played, he's, doesn't, when, sure, once it sure got,
1: got
4: to it. him though he should be doing better with it yeah
3: I mean well, he yeah, should, but I don't he should think be he was expecting
2: like, like someone has to <laughs> There's yeah. <laughs>
4: so
1: you know, a lot on Billy.
4: there's <laughs> a lot on. The fact that they had more shots against the Hay than they did at Edison was quite something, to be fair.
3: Yeah, that is class. That's a great stat. That is. Could... How how can you be um, honestly? How can you be turning up every week as a Man United player and not being like a, a bit embarrassed by that sort of statistic? Especially again, when you're playing against the top teams as well, and they'll go and they'll go and beat you know someone like Norwich and stuff and they'll be like oh yeah Solskjaer's you know he's, Back in well, the wheel. he's kept the job yeah it's just hands <laughs> on the wheel Right, it's just yeah it's a bit of a weird situation at that club at the minute yeah.
2: I think the players might just be waiting for the manager to get sacked but the thing is, is, I just be. don't <laughs> see it happening <laughs> I feel like if it was going to happen, it probably would have happened, you know, sort of this weekend-ish, you know, to see, to, obviously we go into this international break, we get a little bit of time to look around, obviously. Out of all the managers out there, the, the only two that maybe appeals is now that, now that Conte's been snatched up. And I really do think it was maybe a case of Conte just getting a wee bit tired of waiting um, and it for, the, for, the, for the Man United job. And, you know, Spurs is not, it's not a terrible job, and I think you could... So it's good to place his ready to kill some time, you know. <laughs> and if he and if he, yeah, if he does if he wins, go there and succeed, he will be it, the manager. The thing, is, the there. thing
3: is, yeah, he wins like an FA Cup or something as well. He's an awesome. He's awesome a manager as well. So yeah, yeah. Like, yeah I, mean, I he's think probably... he would
2: back himself. against a lot of the teams in the Premier League, but. Like to my mm. with the with the players available at Tottenham, I think he would he would back himself to put a few additions into that squad and have it pretty much have it in a somewhat in a way that he would fancy a, to do something and you know, a league cup an FA cup or mm. whatever yeah. it may be. Um, so yeah, I think it's I think probably made the right decision and and going to Spurs because we really don't know when Man United are going to turn around and do anything. Um, uh,
3: I've seen a rumor saying that apparently Brendan Rodgers has agreed a, a deal in principle.
2: Uh,
1: to be the next
3: man united manager i don't think all, uh, there's, i don't know if smoke there's in much
1: truth
3: mate. to it but, <laughs> yeah i saw i saw something the other day i don't know if there's much truth to it nah. but, i mean look he's probably gonna have to be waiting a while isn't he at this rate i've if seen that's ever gonna happen
2: <laughs> i've seen the rumors you're talking about and uh, and i've seen rumors of well, people disputing them um i mean hmm. maybe a phone call was made or something you know, maybe some form of contact. Maybe these things are always, <laughs> always exaggerated. Exaggerated well, <laughs> a bit. You know, maybe, I don't know, Woodward phoned Brendan Rogers to ask him about something and then people are just like he's coming to Man United you know? <laughs> 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 It's nailed down, you know, it's a, a contract behind the scenes, you know, and it's uh it's it's just one of the things it's just the media, isn't it? And it's all it's all very funny. But I think the only two managers that really appeal out there for, for Man United fans would probably be, you know, your, Z- your Zidane would be one, uh, and um obviously uh Ten Hag and over who's the, the Ajax manager who's playing some quite attractive mm. football. They
3: need they need a winner, don't they? They need like a, a proven winner, I think.
2: They just need, I think, need a man motivator. They need a sort of like, I mean, as good as, as good tactically as they are, you know. When you look at the top, the top coaches in the league right now, you know, you look at your your Tuco, your your Pep Guardiola, and your Jurgen Klopp. As good as they are tactically, what they are is the superb man motivators. Yeah, you, Jurgen Klopp is a machine mm-hmm. at keeping mentality. Pep Guardiola. As ruthless in terms of his sort of like dem- what he demands from city players, you had, you had city players closing down in packs at like the ninety second minute of a match <laughs> against a, yeah. a, a beaten Man United that were nowhere near it. They could mm-hmm. have, they could have just, they could have been in absolutely reverse mode um, as they did in quite a lot of the stages again, the but they still relentlessly pressed relentlessly tackled to win the ball back and, and the way they hunt down the ball and like you know there's nobody above that job there's like, you know, moments in that game you can see Kevin De Bruyne in a left back position pressing you know mm-hmm. covering for like Cancelo when Cancelo's like dipped into midfield you know and he's not above that he knows he's one of the best midfielders in the world but he's not above going in and covering for his, for mm-hmm. his left back and his full back you know but I feel like you're not going to see that from a Bruno Fernandes or a Pogba mm-hmm. um you know, and that's the only, the only saving grace man you know, really have is Ronaldo and Cavani. You know, Cavani is a, <laughs> a professional. He just, he wants to win because that's what he's done most yeah. of his career. Uh, and he's had a rather really long in this time career. Ronaldo's very much the same, but just well, mean, him, which feels like why, the rest of the players just aren't on board with
3: it. Why don't they just make Ronaldo play a manager at this point? And just <laughs> <laughs> give, him, give him six months or something and just see if it works out. You know, uh, yeah. <laughs> every, every training session is just pass
2: the ball into me.
1: Oh, you'd just, right. just be like,
2: there would be like two centre-backs and the rest would all just be crossers of the ball.
1: To <laughs> <laughs>
2: players what on a the system. pitch purely to cross like the ball to Ronaldo. Six
3: players on the wing
0: and then just Fred yeah. like <laughs> <incredible laughs> and
2: <laughs> Oh, I, I love um, the little, little bit about, you know, if i if only walked in here right now, I would t- I would shape him <laughs> that was and ask him why he's playing Fred in midfield. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was just—I love when he goes off there. It's just oh, mwah. <laughs> he is so angry about the whole yeah, situation.
3: Yeah, like, it's Pink. brilliant. It's yeah. brilliant viewing. I mean, it's,
2: it's blockbuster, man. It's what you—it's what you tune in for. It's why they it's why they—they get—they can give out a hundred million pound <laughs> to, to, to football club because they got men like that in the studio. Um and I actually quite enjoyed the uh the and, and Micah argument. Soon saying Wan well, Basaka should go down and close down the cross, and Micah's like, No, he has to check behind him. And I was like, What the fuck are you talking about, Micah?
1: DB is your fucking go- <laughs> uh,
2: DDB boys. Yeah, so um I've been going pretty smoothly. It's so, city. Um yeah, it's it swings around a bit I, I didn't even look, resemble anything near a derby there was zero desire from that United side mm-hmm. and um, 73,000 people in that stadium to watch it I'd imagine most of them went home disappointed um, minus the, the, the small portion of Man, Man City fans there um, we move on uh, and it was we move on to Arsenal Watford and Arsenal continue their good form and uh, they, they seem to have you know a, a good style of play I, you know, down all I do think they were a wee bit fortunate in this match, and they kind of got the goal in a bit of a shit house way. Um, <laughs> Danny Rose kicked the ball, out and then Arsenal played it back into play, and it resulted in the in the in the goal, which was was from a, a Ben White sort of Maisie run, fault false to the feet of Emil rowe who buries it and makes it a difficult one for Foster to save. Um Jed, what, what were your thoughts? I mean you know, if a player's down in the field and and the opposite team kicks it out, they expect the ball to be sort of coming back to him, but there's no law in the game that says that, that that it has to be that.
3: Yeah. It's just, it's good sportsmanship, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I think it depends why the player's down, what they're down for. I mean, I I guess you can't really always tell, but I don't know. I think, um, if it was my team that done it, I probably wouldn't really care that much, but Mm. you know, obviously for, if you're a Watford fan, you'd be absolutely raging. Um, yeah. That kind of well, thing them, the that key really people is keep not say it's kind of yeah it's sort of it's an in the moment thing as well isn't it so the players obviously seen an opportunity and they've, they've took it um, it's not the first time that sort of thing's happened and like you, you say, say there's no though. law against it either so
2: yeah yeah. and is Danny Rose just kicking it out you got him wonder. Is it just Danny Rose Wanting a, a breather, you know, in a, a long old match. <laughs> however long it was in? How long was it in the uh, the goal? Uh, yeah, and the, well, he'd at least played more than a half a football. God, he must have been shattered. Um,
4: <laughs> i, I oh, think done it <laughs> One of the biggest problems that kind of may go against Watford for that goal is the fact that the physios didn't come on to kind of check if he was all right. I think if they'd have had to come on. Then the ball would have got passed back, but because yeah, nothing, I think because the nothing ref like
2: has that happened was doesn't it? In most cases, yeah, yeah. The referees, they'd yeah. have to be
3: they'd have to be called. Cool. He has to stop the game mm-hmm. for them to come on, yeah. So,
4: but I think because they they didn't come on, yeah, the Arsenal players might have turned around and be like, "What what's just happened?" Kind of thing, and we'll just play on. Um, to the whistle, don't you? Yeah. do
2: I it. Yeah. I mean, if it's De Vella doing that, but are you for it? De Vella do that, Billy?
4: Um, to, a, a goal's a goal. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll say that. However, um, I think the the tone in which the sportsmanship goes, if you like, is from what the first thing that you do, the first time that occurs. If if an Arsenal player has gone down previously. And they've kicked the ball out for whatever reason, and then they've passed it back to them. Then that's what should go on for the rest of the game. If 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 it was the roles reversed and Watford continued playing on, then it, fair play. It's it's fair game. Um, I'd feel a bit disappointed that we haven't been sportsman sportsman like. You know, do, do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But then you—it's also the winning goal, so I don't think Arsenal fans. That is the goal that got in them three slightest. points. It's not, um, so, yeah. but I can completely understand well, why Watford's feel yeah done by. Yeah, him.
2: Yeah, Mister uh, Ranieri had a, a bit of a grump on after the match. I'll tell you, he was oh, what are you upset about? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I
3: think I think, that's <laughs> how, I think <laughs> Ranieri is just like the the peak sort of good guy, though, isn't he? Like yeah. he would he would absolutely want his team to be giving the ball back to, to the off opposition so I think that probably
2: he's a good could, man
3: that probably cut him deep that one
2: we don't but, deserve um, him we don't <laughs> deserve
3: him yeah the world needs more Claudios
2: yeah it needs more Claudios <laughs> uh, and he's <laughs> less screamers um, <laughs> we next go to a match which was of great disappointment to me um, West Ham, but absolutely superb against Liverpool they limited Liverpool extremely well in this match um I'll go. I'll go. To you boys for the better. Billy, I'll come to you first. And uh, what are your thoughts on West Ham uh, beating Liverpool three two? Huge points.
4: Yeah, at, at this point, you've just got to say fair play to West Ham. Although they're
2: the real th- deal, aren't they?
4: Yeah, they are. They're playing some fantastic football, and they just know how to grind out results as well. Um, one thing I would say about Liverpool, though, is is Allison. I think he'd massively let you down this game. I think if he he just needs to get a proper fist on that first ball. I don't really think it was a foul to be honest with you. I think no. if that's if that's being given then the, the game it's really not, has gone soft. It's it's not a foul, um, is it?
3: Like the the player's entitled no. to to challenge that ball. Yeah. And the goalkeeper should have done better.
2: I mean it's yeah, I keep I've been banging on for quite a long time about how goalkeepers are a bit of a protected species. I do agree. Like they should yeah, they, they should are players should be able to compete with the goalkeeper for the ball and in the same breath I'm outraged <laughs> 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 that goal <laughs> wasn't um, through
1: was
2: the red uh, tinted glasses um, yeah I mean I try, I try to isolate it and I kind of feel like oh I've always obstructed the goalkeeper right before the ball's anywhere near him is it that a forward as, 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 what as you, it was like what if it, it was it like, would be soft and i just uh, i was, it was the, you, I feel like Alisson needs to be strong Alisson needs to be stronger in that situation is is the real what you got to the remember,
3: what you got to remember is that happens on probably 9 out of 10 corners that Alisson yeah. going to going to have to face um you know in any game the uh, you know the way or one of the most effective ways to score for a corner is to sort of take the keeper out of the game isn't it so yeah, you're going to put a man on the keeper easily. Every team does that. Um, so he needs to be prepared for that and he needs to be ready to come out and claim the ball if it comes near him. And he just didn't, did he? Yes, there was a player near him. I don't think the player stopped him from doing that. I think the player just jumped higher than him.
2: Yeah. I, I, I think it's... A- <laughs> Sorry, Billy. <laughs> I was also costing in another way. I, I've, I've been saying for quite a long time, Zuma is one of the best... Defenders in the league in both boxes <laughs> and he might actually be the best. And he's fucking again. <laughs> so, I've been giving West Ham. To- and it's, 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 it. and, uh, sure, "You
3: know your stuff, you know." Uh,
2: yeah. To, uh, and it's uh, yeah, what I'm saying, boys. Is it's just hard to be right all the time. It hard. To, it feels so being right <laughs> all the time. I mean, no, it's it is, this West Ham team. Oh, they are the real deal. They are the real deal. They, they, they deserve it, this. They? And they've, they've not stolen against Liverpool. They were the better team through the majority of the match. Um, it was nice to see Riga get a goal. It's always nice to see Origi get a goal. <laughs> it's
3: a good finish as well, that is. Yeah, yeah. very well a little, little turn yeah. and then the uh, finish, yeah. <laughs> I, I agree with... Uh, bless, you. Oh, bless you. bless you, mate. <laughs> I, I agree with what Billy said about Alisson really sort of costing Liverpool. I think West Ham were better than Liverpool anyway, but mm. the second goal that Liverpool conceded Alisson really should be keeping to that out. Like, I know. He, how is he letting that go under him? I mean, this is like one of the best keepers in the world. I know.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, it's like that, just that one, is one of those poor. days. Yeah, it's, it's one of them, isn't it? You're going to have them every season. I think they have male. one of those days.
2: Yeah. He's had his mail. He'll be good for the rest mm-hmm. of the season. There you go. He'll
4: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <Could laughs> pick a different game. Dull. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: will pick well, Norwich I mean... or something. Or giving points up to immediate rivals. You know it's I think um, I think
3: the way to the way to to beat Liverpool is to just just all you know attack them, isn't it? And just run at them. I think like Brentford gave Liverpool a really good game when when they played, and they just sort of they just didn't allow Liverpool to to play their way. And I think West Ham did the same yesterday. They they soaked up the pressure and then they they hit them. Um, I think it's they're I think so right, effective on that
2: counter. I think right in a sense, although I don't think that's the surefire way to beat Liverpool. A lot of teams that do do that will get ripped to pieces. Oh yeah, Liverpool, well, if they have to they yeah. overcommit, you follow, have to have the
3: quality to back it up. You as have well, to have
2: yeah. the quality to back it up. I think you know, but you, if you were going out to beat Liverpool, I think you get a better chance of doing that than, are um, getting something by doing that rather than just you know sitting, you know, every man behind the ball and a block mm. in a low mm-hmm. block, you know, because Liverpool will break through eventually, proving time and time again that they will. Um, when when that is the the obstacle they face, and um, yeah. yeah, I mean it's it's usually disappointing from a Liverpool perspective, but West Ham. They they carry on um, three points off the the top of the table. Uh, are they going to win the league this season, Billy?
4: <laughs> Liverpool.
2: <laughs> no, West Ham, of course.
4: <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I think the Premier League title winners w- played in this game. Oh.
2: Oh, that was a big wow. call. That was a big call, and if it's West Ham, <laughs> it's then I'll the be, be hugely, I'll be hugely <laughs> disappointed. <laughs> I would love if it. No, in fact, actually, you know, I mean, like, if we, if Liverpool didn't win the league, I would much rather go to West Ham than the Man City or Chelsea. Yeah, you know? you,
3: like I think, like the, the half the country wants to see a team like that win the league. It was the same when Leicester were up there, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, can you imagine Moisey's little face with the Premier League trophy in his hands? That would be incredible. Yeah, I think oh, I don't think they'll win the league personally. I don't think they'll win the league, but I think that, I've been saying that all
2: the time that he's been getting continuously little, uh... younger. As the more he wins, he keeps getting just a, little, a little bit younger. <laughs> I mean, if you remember early hide. Moyes to West Ham, early Moyes to West Ham was like a corpse heated up. <laughs> I was like, Jesus. Someone gave a glass it, of water. I remember him stood
3: there like Darth Moyes with the hood down and like just, just looking all like dejected.
2: Ready to shoot lightning to his eyes.
3: Moyes in the, his first West Ham spell was just you know, like you say, mate. It was 20 years older than he looks now.
2: Yeah, yeah exactly. If he wins the league, he's going to look like 36. Yeah,
1: Stop playing again. <laughs> Stop
2: playing
4: again. Even in his playing days, he was looking older than he does now. <laughs>
2: Uh, good times at West Ham.
3: Uh, they, are, they are absolutely flying, aren't they? West Ham? They are, and they well, are yeah. absolutely
2: think, the real deal. Rice is be... turning out to be one of the oh. best midfielders in the league. Hundred percent. He's been t- immense, immense. Yeah, I
4: tweeted, I tweeted this out, and it was no way supposed to be intended as, as a dig, and I don't think many people took it as a dig. But I genuinely think he's going to become the next Gareth Barry, the next uh, Gary Barry. Yeah, he's levels the barry. Possibly even, yeah, but Barry in his playing days was a fantastic, fantastic midfielder. Played game after game after game, very rarely got injured, similar to Declan Rice, played a lot of football at an early age, similar to Declan Rice, and I think if anyone's going to break Gareth Barry's appearance record in the Premier League, I think it could definitely be Declan um, Rice. Are you saying it that could he's be going Declan,
2: to money so, and go to Manchester it could be James Milner at, like, 55 years old when he's still, when he's still playing, <laughs> he's you know, mean,
1: like doing a, <laughs> doing a job Sorry, at right-back or no. something.
2: Doing a job at right-back for Leeds. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Sorry, Billy, I had
3: to slip that one in there. Simo, if you didn't yeah. hear I said, are you saying that uh, Declan Rice is going to follow the money as well and go to Man City?
4: Ooh. There's no <laughs> need. What it. No no. need. <laughs> you hate to see it, you know. Um, I mean, He'll be off to Chelsea anyway.
2: I mean, I th- why, would, why would he? Like,
3: why would, I'd rather, if I was Declan yeah. Rice, I'd rather play in the top four with, or rather play in the Champions League with West Ham than with, with Chelsea. I agree. If I was Declan
2: so Rice. agree. Yeah. I think he's in a good spot. I reckon he's too rush. He's got so many years ahead of him as a midfielder yeah. that I don't think he needs to make this decision. You know? Um, if he keeps playing, I don't think he's a player <laughs> that's going to be found out. I think he's a player that's going to be found out at all. I mean, he's... Uh, the way he's come on, but it kind of almost looked at a while that Declan Rice was like doomed to be a centre back, like a bit of a ball playing centre back. Um, And the way that how far away that feels now is, yeah, is um, it's fantastic. Is and I, I remember I listened to the to, box midfielder
3: now, isn't
2: he? Yeah he's, yeah, he's he's so good at both ends of the pitch. Um, and I feel like I listened to an interview of, of Declan Rice few years ago and he was kind of talking about the things he really needed to work on was like being really two-footed so he could distribute um, to both ends and how how important it was to do that in the Premier League and you know and even though he was like def- leaning, was being a defensive-minded player. How he liked to, you know, get up and shoot and be part of the final third and stuff like that. Be a really complete midfielder. I think that is just paying dividends. And yeah, I mean these type of players that are really coming back into fashion. See these Declan Rice's, Conor Gallagher's. They just midfielders that just do everything. Canties, you know, they they the, you know rather than just having you defensive midfielder attacking, you know, it's like it seems like we're yeah. either, you know, Fernandinho or Bruno Fernandez, you know, and there's no in between. And it feels mm-hmm. like that's been away for me. Mm-hmm. and I think that comes together with, you know, the four three three emerging. Um, yeah. and you kinda do need a bit of both of that. But at least complete midfielders, just how much value they add to the sides been, you know, when you look at the the, the stats they're putting up because they're or the mm-hmm. numbers they're putting up because they're involved in both ends of the pitch it's just yeah. Very, very impressive um Declan Rice and he's surely going to be Ah, oh, fantastic, fantastic midfielder.
4: I, I've just had a look now. He's he's already played at the age of, what, 21, I want to say? Yeah. 100, 142 Premier League games. That's insane.
3: Yeah. It's mental, isn't it? <laughs> it's easy to forget how how young he is, isn't it? Because yeah. he plays with, with, like... A maturity. With such a mature head on his shoulders, yeah.
2: Mm. Oh, dear me, boys. Right, um, what should we finish up? We should be finished up with Brent- Brentford-, Brentford Norwich. Um, Daniel Farker, what the fuck he went out in a win I um, <laughs> don't think anybody expected him to go out in a win um, I think he kind of knew his job was done when I watched the highlights and I watched his back on match of the day and he didn't really seem to be celebrating any goals and I think partly because maybe he knew that he was always at risk of, of losing yeah. a lead or maybe it's because I think he'd been handed mm-hmm. his jotters before, before the match because yeah, he, didn't yeah. seem too, he didn't seem too enthusiastic after the um um, after the match and the post match I
3: think that's do you think that's what spurred them on to to victory it's like oh, yeah well, i think let's they were just, just
2: buzzing send down, like, yeah. on a high yeah yeah
4: <laughs> 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 I, it was it was such a weird it, i completely understand why he got sacked but it just seemed like such weird timing after yeah. like just a few hours after their first win
3: <laughs> from the outside looking in it seems really bizarre doesn't it because you yeah. like you'd be thinking Oh yeah, he's won. Maybe that's gonna be the spark they need, a the bit of a bounce, you know. Mm. But it even
4: went above Newcastle, not. didn't they? For yeah. All of an hour.
2: <laughs> yeah. It was a good old time. It was a good old time. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean obviously we talked to a wee bit about the, the managers that are gonna come in and replace Farkin. By the way, Brentford have dropped off a wee bit and I'm not ultimately surprised by this. Mm. I like think everybody here I knew is was gonna yeah. come out at some point or another. Um they just need to I mean See, Norwich are going to be very good at beating championship sides. You know, mm. they just are. And Brentford are still very much a championship side. So I think that's, that's what you can put that game down to. Um, but Brentford, they just they just need getting 40 points. That needs to be a goal. Getting 40 points. Yeah. And I think they can do it, which is... And then next season, they really, yeah. to, yeah. really, they really need to have to invest in certain areas of the pitch. I think, you know, Pontius Jansen is as good as he is, I think, is not a long-term solution to to a backline in the Premier League. Yeah. Uh, but coming back on to Norwich, they are, they are without a manager, Frank Lampard. Do you think that's as uh, that's as good as Norwich can get?
3: Well, they've been linked with uh, with our manager, Mark Robbins. Um, oh, yeah, really? Really? really to that, City that doesn't manager. happen, yeah. <laughs> if I, I, I wouldn't personally like because a lot of Cobb fans are panicking about it. Um, personally, if I was Norwich, I wouldn't go for him because he's not managed in the Premier League before, um, and you you want somebody who's going to keep you up, really, don't you? Um, and also. If, he, if I was Mark Robbins, I wouldn't want to leave because he's built a, a bit of a project with Kov and it seems like a bit of a waste to not see that through.
2: Um, yeah, the Rico's rocking every weekend, he, isn't it? It is, mate, it is, but <laughs> the,
3: the odds are shortening on him like every day and it's a bit worrying. Um, so I, I do hope they get Lampard in. <laughs> yeah, Um yeah, a job, I, Frank. I don't know whether Lampard will would, would do a good job there. I mean, he he did a good job at Derby, I guess. He got him into the playoffs. But he was relying on Chelsea loans. Yeah, um, is he going to be able to rely on Chelsea I'm in loans I two
4: mains. I mean, two mains are the the job. Oh, Billy there. Gallagher, uh, yeah. Billy Gallagher, Billy Gilmore. Yeah, he's been. <laughs> That'd be a player. <laughs> been, well, <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a really good player. That. <laughs> well, me, Billy Gilmore's not exactly
3: set the world alight has he since he's been at Norwich. So, no, it's not a, really a hard time, old place to go,
2: you know. Mm. Um, you know, but we've we've seen what he can do in a Chelsea shirt, mm. um and a Scotland shot against the mighty England um, at the Euros. Um, yeah, I feel like, you know, that's probably the best Frank can do. I mean, I'm two minds of the job Frank did. Uh, oh, Billy's just disappeared. That's all he finishes it. Uh, the The job that Frank did at Chelsea because he did help build that um, that Champions League winning side. He was, uh, he was obviously a big part of the, and the signings he did get, I think, made a lot of sense. I still think Kai Havertz, Timo Werner, these, these players made a lot of sense to, to go and buy, and he was part of the, yeah, obviously the process of bringing those type of players in and you know what, he, obviously he che- did, that's um, something Chelsea that could, could do without him but I feel like he maybe had some influence yeah. in that in I think of, his philosophy was very much based on young players Um, so obviously you bring a top manager into the, the side he mm-hmm. built <laughs> you know, it's, I not, think it's well, not obviously surprising mm-hmm. that, they, that um, they won that Champions League
3: Lampard's legacy for me is more defined by the players that he brought through yeah. uh, like Reese James, Mason yeah. Mount etc uh, because they are two of Chelsea's Key, like most key players now, yeah, they're, um, they're,
2: they're eighty million pounds player. Each of them, each yeah, eighty million pounds. Yeah, piece, definitely. And you they know, all, they the always you know
3: they've always had that sort of talent in the academy. It's just never, you know, they've never really been given chance.
2: They're normally out I on boring. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
4: I
3: think Lampard. Had Rhys James
4: out at Wigan, wasn't he? I think before, the mm. season before he yeah. Lampard yeah. was
3: there. He, he had a combination of the, a transfer ban, I think, at one point, and then needing to to bring players mm. in. And then obviously just having talented players there. But I think that the fact that he did that is is speaks more uh, volumes for me than just the players he signed. Because any manager, like you said to him, I can go out and spend £200 million. Mm-hmm. Um I think Norwich would be a, a big test for him though. Because you need somebody to go in and turn things around. Pretty never. sharpish. He's um,
2: never been in the relegation. Yeah, game. exactly.
3: You know, I mean, never he's been never been in that. Position. In that yeah. yeah,
2: five games lost on the bounce. everything's yeah. measurable. They're like the crowd are hostile. The players yeah. are just—they just know they're not having a good time. You know, he's never been in that. You know, I mean, the the, the managers that have are coming. They used to be specialist managers, didn't they? they? Used to be your your big Sams that had yeah. never been relegated. Also, that record's gone. Oh, well, technically, he left before he was relegated. But oh well, no, he was I would like
3: I would like to see Big Sam go to Norwich. I, think. <laughs> I mean, I think that nice. just you, ju- you, out, you just,
4: just want Big Sam back in the Premier League. I do. I'm oh I yeah, do. I
3: mean, I'd love to see him at Villa, Billy, as well. I think the I'm sure you I, would. Yeah, he'd keep you up. <laughs> Can you imagine that? I just like, honestly, I think Big Sam, like the Premier League needs Big Sam. No, it doesn't. <laughs> yes,
2: it it is. Is. And Big Sam needs a Premier League. Oh, I would say Big Sam probably needs a Premier League more than the Premier League needs Big
1: Sam.
4: Oh, absolutely. Um, <laughs>
3: can you imagine? Do you think it would tempt someone like Roy Hodgson, the Norwich job?
2: No, he's, he's I, not
4: I kind it. of hope I, not. Right, just, just enjoy retirement, Roy. I know.
2: I mean, because is I he, mean, like, they would see Roy. Is he they would see retirement. Roy with Norwich in the Premier League for five years or something like
4: that. It's Very similar, <laughs> right down Palace
2: and just float around what I sort saw, of like 15 16 you know, for like five years, uh, and then they can they can go get Patrick Vieira when he's done at Palace. <laughs> he's not managing Arsenal. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, poor old Roy. I mean, I hope he's on a beach somewhere. Um, mm. <laughs> I suspect he's probably in a coffee somewhere with Sam and uh, Podge, <laughs> talking about the good old days. Um, I think that's going to. I'll be missed some games, boys. But uh, other than that, you know, Chelsea dropped points against Burnley. Um, you know, Burnley did a really good job of keeping it tight. Um, Dick Pope, huge, huge game for him, um, man in a match performance, uh, and obviously Burnley almost won it. A chance for Vich to get a brace, but he, he got the point out of the game, and that's uh, the importance of keeping games tight. And shot no one does that better than Sean Dice. No one, no one does hold on to a game better than, than Sean Dice in the league right now. Uh, and there was a, a very boring match between Rafa and Conte that not <laughs> worth even watching the highlights. Um, <laughs> you won't see the best of Conte's side until he gets a two probably transfer, but those he gets this January and then maybe this summer as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's. Well, I think um,
1: one thing I mean,
3: we've not J- mentioned yet is uh, a little bit of shithousery from uh, Sanchez in goal for Brighton.
2: Oh, we um, had we had a, we had the a player, we had a player game. in goal, we had an outfield player
3: so in goal. didn't we, we had yeah, we had an outfield player in goal, which is always great to see. So we also good. had the, the the craftiness of Sanchez. I, I I really admired. I didn't like the fact that he it had to be him because he was my fantasy goalkeeper and he got sent off. <laughs> uh, but. I mean the same Callum Wilson okay, was absolutely. Cannon Wilson was absolutely about to win that game for Newcastle. And all he does is just stick out a toe and just saves them saves them a uh, you know a point there. Um because I mean like Brighton really should be like, ripping through Newcastle, shouldn't they? Um they it's a disappointing be. day for them. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I mean he's he's done them a massive favour there.
2: Yeah. Speaking of Newcastle, um Eddie Howe's Newcastle, it's confirmed. Um yeah.
3: how are you the lads
2: Yeah how how's the, the manager lads? you
4: say it's
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, good stuff It's good stuff
4: um, maybe Bruce there's too you know, many of them puns about,
2: Bruce, it. But, uh, yeah how is it as in charge of Newcastle don't expect to see any massive changes until January obviously uh, still quite a lot of people that thought just because there was a lot of money in the bank that Newcastle were going to start playing well of a sudden sadly <not the> case.
3: <laughs> I think Newcastle Generally. fans have been brought back down to earth haven't they yeah yeah, we still we've still got Kieran Clark and whoever it is at the back. I know. You know? It's <laughs> been slightly
2: more yeah. gracious. We're, we're starting to see less people dressed in the fashion of Saudi Arabian royalty <laughs> in the stadium, which is nice because that's a fucked up thing to do if you are a Newcastle yeah. fan. That's a that's a fucked up thing to do. Don't do that. <laughs> I mean, obviously, they, but you know, I mean, they sh- they shouldn't enjoy the fact that they're going to have a lot of success over the over the years, and you know, I mean, it's. The ownership at Newcastle—it can be argued about all day. At the end of the day, the fans have no control over the ownership at Newcastle United. If they did, Mike Ashley would have left, left about eight years ago, and they would have got <laughs> somebody else in. Um, but yeah, in the same vein, don't, don't dress up as a Saudi Arabian price and go and go to the game. Do you think, that's, do that's you think Eddie up. has the
3: right? <laughs> do you think Eddie has the right manager for them at
2: the minute? Yeah, he was the one I said, and he was the one I said immediately um, when when Bruce left. Um, I thought that was the one that made sense for how to come back. I do not think he's going to get a better offer and the Newcastle I think he knows that that a better offer wasn't going to come
3: along for a, long, yeah, time, I maybe a the, long time. The blank checkbook aspect of it really helps doesn't it because they've got a you know a lot of areas they need to improve in. Yeah. Um, so I, I guess that would appeal to any manager the project side of it but
2: And he did, he did yeah. he's pretty outspoken. I think he I think the I think the phones rang a few times for Eddie Howe they obviously confirmed that Celtic wanted him, turned that down. I think the the phones rang a couple of more times um Jobs abroad, mm. jobs in the UK, um and he said he did say he wasn't going to return to football unless it was a project he could really, really get behind. And at the end of the day, someone says, "Do you want to come to Newcastle? Spend a fucking ton of money?" <laughs> I'm not say no. You know what
1: I mean? Not, I'm not going to say no. Um, it, it, so, it, like, it,
4: it'll be interesting though because he's he's not never done anything outside of Bournemouth. Like even in his playing career, he only played a few games. Yeah, he had out Outside, the, outside um, of Bournemouth, he had a couple of loans, didn't do anything, went back to he, Bournemouth, played. <laughs> the same with his managerial career as well. He went to Burnley, did nothing yeah. in that one season. That's so one it's thing, going to be an interesting one to see how it all pans out for him.
3: One thing that really annoys me about Eddie Howe, actually, is when people say, oh, yeah, he took Bournemouth from League Two to the Premier League and stuff. He's like, yeah, he did. But he also went to Burnley for about nine months as well and then didn't do very well and then ended up going back.
2: We all so, have our, uh, we'll yeah. our failures in, in life, Jed. You know.
3: Oh no, it's just like it's like he <laughs> yeah. it should be. He took he took uh, them to the championship, and then he went to Burnley and then he came back, and then he got them to the Premier League or from League One to
4: the Premier League or Just really taking away. a
2: break, mate. Just on Bumble, started a holiday <laughs> in Burnley, You know.
4: Um, <laughs> I mean, and, uh, could think just, of better places to go. <laughs> just uh, prep,
2: prepping things for his mate Dice. You know <laughs> Previn <laughs> prepping, like, good I, one, mate, Sean.
3: I really, I really can't decide though. I can't in my head I can't work out how it's gonna go for anyhow, to be honest. So mm, it could I even can, go it yeah. could just as easily go completely downhill, go down.
2: You know? go down.
4: If if those if those signings in gen, in the January transfer window don't fit in properly or something like that, then Newcastle could seriously be in the shit.
2: They need to buy yeah. players that are ready made for the Premier League. Yeah, yeah. And to defenders as well.
4: I think that I think the, I think yeah, the strikers they they've, yeah. they've they've got enough attacking to players to keep more them up.
2: than enough going forward. It, it's more the than defense.
4: Enough. It's the defense in the midfield. Yeah. It's just an absolute shambles. So
2: yeah. we'll see. We'll see. Cal Wilson, Miguel Amaron, you know, sort of Saint when Obviously, They're, those those players are good enough to score you goals, but they need to defend well. They need somebody to pair with Joe Willick in midfield when obviously he's fat. Um, yeah, defence is the key for Newcastle to stay up. And that's the key for any side to stay up, really. And if they think they're just going to get like, you know, sort of like 33-year-old set of older, you know, sort of men in to, yeah. to do the job, I think that's I recipe for them to go down. And it would be quite disappointing to see Newcastle go down. I know a lot of people would love to see them go down, but I would quite like to see the, the madness. Oh, it'd be fantastic because, if they go so you know, down.
4: Yeah. It, it would be, it'd just be hilarious.
2: But then we'd, have, we'd still, we'd they'd come straight back up and they just, we'd, all we'd see is a, a season ruined in the championship. <laughs> That's all you yeah, would see. It, it
4: just <laughs> makes it all a bit funnier. It just uh, makes it all a bit funnier. All yeah. of this money and they're still shit. Yeah. And that'll be the case
2: for, that, for a wee while. That'll be the case for a wee while. But I, yeah. l- I am looking forward to seeing like Philip Coutinho like go to Newcastle Get five hundred grand a week and get you know <laughs> and just do. I'll just do an Eden Hazard, maybe Eden Hazard to Newcastle. You know, just overweight, <laughs> not giving a fuck. You, know?
4: <laughs> do you think? Do you think though, if, if Newcastle go down, do you reckon Sam Maximan becomes the best player the championships ever seen? Nah. Or nah. Does he go?
3: No, no chance. He's gone. Nah. He's out the door. He's he's going to. He's either a Premier like League club, or he's going somewhere abroad. Like that guy is way too good for the Championship. Yeah. He can't, um. he can't be playing in the second tier of any any league. Not hey, any who's, who's
2: the best player to ever play in a Championship? I don't mean like one season in a Championship. Uh, Victor, I mean like who, Victor who had a, hmm? Victor Yocarez? Victor Yocarez. I'm i just
4: <laughs> I'm just currently visioning the Conor McGregor gif that goes who the fuck is this."
3: <laughs> <laughs> you could name uh, any one of Coventry's current crop of players uh, uh, you know, start in start starting eleven. Uh, no, it, I, I it think pains, uh, the, an- it, the answer we're actually looking for t- is is Delhi Um mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> <laughs> It pains me to say, but the correct answer is Jack Grealish. No, it's not
1: that. Well, no, it does pay me there are, to say there
2: because there he's a
3: no, good Do you know what? The answer to that question... It's on a bench, mate.
4: It's on a bench. Can't
2: get set you say. It's on a bench for the derby, mate. The answer to that question
3: has got to be one of those players that's too good for the Championship but not good enough for the Premier League. Cause it's
2: got to be Matrovic.
3: They're the players that, that keep playing he's in the Championship. It's it up this right.
2: season. It's going to be Matrovic, mate. There's, loads, loads, be Matrovic. Those, and, there's, there's loads, loads of just keep forwards <laughs> Film would just keep getting promoted, putting Mitrovic in the reserves for a year and then go back down, field him, you know, field him for a championship and he would just go it's top scorer of the championship again. You know, even you know, if they had any sense, they'd just loan him back down to the championship.
1: Because
2: I mean, it, it looked like for a while that Mitrovic might be a Premier League striker, but it just turns out he's just the best striker the championship's yeah, ever seen. He has, I mean, he's basically,
3: He's basically destroyed, like, every defence he's played against this season he's a monster days, When yeah. uh, he was absolutely pocketed all game when he came to the CBS
2: yeah it's a hard old place <laughs> the, the Rico uh, I thought <laughs> yeah,
3: he's still the Rico
1: pretty much yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right boys that is going to do it thank you very much for joining me thank you very much to our listeners for listening along uh, we shall see you for our Thursday show which you will hear probably on a Friday or a Saturday uh, until next time cheer bye
0: 18 plus.
1: 18 plus.